0: Hi all, welcome back to another episode of the Boruto Report. I'm Erin, I'm here with my co-host Jake. Today we are diving into episode 131 of Boruto. Urshiki's back, baby! But he's not in black, unfortunately. I think he'd look pretty swell in black. He's come for Naruto, he wants that sweet, sweet kiwi juice. Sasuke does a pretty crappy job of defending him, you know. Urshiki as a character is just... I like him because he's a fun villain, but also it's so frustrating... To just watch all these other characters who have literally fought god monsters and, and fought wars, and it's just this guy with a fishing hook shows up, and all of a sudden they can't get their shit together. They just can't get their shit together. They're all just out of chakra, which is, of course, Sasuke's excuse this time. It's like I could be useful, but I'm out of my chakra. All right. So, Naruto does a Naruto. He tries to run at Urashiki, gets captured immediately. We see Urashiki's blue Rinnegon for the first time, which I kind of i am interested in seeing what the implications of that are. I don't, at this point, really know what the difference in the colors means. Jay, can you elaborate on that, or do we not know?
1: We really don't have an explanation for the whole Rinnegan business, other than it's kind of exclusive to Odashiki as far as I know. Not that I know that Kinshiki or Momoshiki had any.
0: Momoshiki, I believe, had a yellow Rinnegan. Yes. He had, he had one on his forehead, kind of like Kaguya. She had the red one on her forehead, and then he had a yellow one after he ate Kinshiki and did his DBZ power-up. In the manga, anyway. That was his manga design. Um, the movie design, I think, in general, I think that a lot of the, what happened in the movie is kind of not canon anymore.
1: Because the anime's kind of changed that up, yeah.
0: I think at this point, you kind of have to go by what happened in the manga, because like, even in the anime, the, that whole arc was... Similar, but still a lot of things happened very differently.
1: I think you want to say the magical word is they basically retconned it in the manga.
0: Oh, they retconned the shit out of stuff.
1: I mean, oh, yeah.
0: Well, the main thing that they retconned in the manga was just Urashiki's design, and also planting the seeds for the future Kawaki arc, which we did not have in the movie because Kawaki did not exist yet. But yeah, the anime did things even more differently in that arc. But that's a discussion for another day. Back to this episode. Sasuke, as I said, he's, quote, out of chakra. So he couldn't really do anything. Jiraiya shows up just in time to witness Boruto's Rasengan and then do jack shit about Naruto being abducted. He just kind of watches as Ushigi flies off into the distance with Naruto flapping like a trout from his fishing line. It was actually pretty funny. (laughs) Not intentionally, but I thought it was very funny. Jiraiya's just like, oh, that's neat. Whatever. So. Udashiki traps them in an Earth-style jutsu. I'm not sure where he got that one from. I guess he just
1: had it. He probably stole it from somebody because he's known to be stealing chakra and he can somehow, I believe he can use certain abilities that he sometimes will take with his first truck. He can usually adopt a certain chakra or jutsu. I could totally be incorrect on that, but it looks
0: similar to the type of jutsu Iwabe uses but i don't i don't think he's not i don't think i absolutely know he hasn't fought Iwabe at this point so he just probably just got it from some random like tuning when he was going around eating people's chakra
1: oh yeah
0: yeah so he he imprisons jiraiya naruto and jiraiya boruto and sasuke in an earth style jutsu they kind of chatted up a little bit sasuke invents a new cover story and he tries to sort of loop in uroshiki with the akatsuki which i thought was kind of clever yeah jiraiya doesn't fully believe him but it's at least he's making some traction i think jiraiya probably knows something weird is up he's we're gonna get into it later but i think he's he knows there's something special about boruto in particular because of course because this is or to the anime and everybody has to think he's great i can he is great so jiraiya breaks them out of their little prison and then we check in on naruto Urshiki's getting a little too personal not gonna lie this scene was actually pretty creepy he's got naruto like strung up sex dungeon style basically because you know this is Naruto, and there's an awful lot of grown men trying to get inside little boys in this show. I'm not <laughs> saying that there's any implications there. I'm just saying that it's kind of a theme. It happens yeah. a lot. Like that was Orochimaru's
1: whole deal. <laughs> yeah, Orochimaru. <laughs> that was
0: that. You know, that's Jigen's whole deal. Is with
1: Bullocky? I mean, oh my god. He's yeah. basically
0: the nightman. So yeah, uh, Ur- Urashiki, like reaches inside him to try and tamper with the seal that's keeping the. Qb chakra tamps down because he wants it i think the way he phrased it is that he's taking it back which i guess might give us at least some kind of inkling as to what his motives are it's just maybe he just kind of wants to go and gather and take back all the nine not just the nine tails but all the tailed beast chakra either just for posterity or for some purpose at this point his goals are still very unclear to us
1: Alright, Jake, do you want to take the next points? Yeah, I'll take the next one. So, basically, Jiraiya, Sasuke, and Boruto arrive, and apparently Sasuke figures out a means of kind of defending himself against Udashiki's hook, which is by casting a sealing jutsu on himself that allows him not to have his chakra used out of him. Going into the next scene, after having his uh, seal weakened, Naruto goes into the shrouded 9 Tail state, and Boruto tries to talk no jutsu with Naruto and it works for like a millisecond and then Naruto basically just snaps and Jiraiya has to bust out uh Nine Tails pink slip and then we get a bit of the sadness and sorrow music and I'm just going
0: to say that scene was not sad enough to warrant that song I'm sorry Yeah like,
1: <laughs> it really, I'm glad it really wasn't.
0: I'm glad that we're seeing, like, a lot of, you know, the old OST, because Naruto did have a very good soundtrack. Like, that's one of the bigger complaints about Boruto, is that,
1: like, the soundtrack just doesn't slap. Yeah, it's had a couple, there's a couple bangers in the very beginning. I've I've listened to a couple tracks, but it's not as, like, it isn't as big as what Naruto used to have.
0: It doesn't feel like it has as strong of an aesthetic, or, like, as strong as as a sense of its own motif. It's just kind of, like, Generic electronic ish music with like with
1: traditional flutes and whatever and- occasionally,
0: but there's not enough of it. Which we can get into that discussion on another day. But yeah, they bring in sadness and sorrow, and it was like, if there's not somebody fucking dying. We should not be hearing this song. This is not sad enough.
1: After all, the entire team reconcile. Basically. Oh yeah,
0: uh, Oda fucks off again. He's like. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Oda basically he basically leaves and. Uh, yeah,
0: he's like, I'm basically winning, but I'm gonna run off anyway.
1: Yeah, he runs off, uh, Muumint style, and just says, Yeah, I'm out of here. I'm out. I'm out this. I'm out this bitch. So he leaves. Basically, it's Naruto incapacitated and dry, telling Boruto about Naruto's actual past since. N- Boruto doesn't really know the full story about his dad, even though, you know, we got that thing in, like, Boruto Naruto, the movie, where Boruto's seen all of Naruto's life. I I don't even know if you can consider that canon now, considering what's happening. Yeah,
0: I don't really get what... That was... I'm just not even gonna get into that, but it's like... I I just... I guess the Ninetales attack on the village is, like, no longer... It's not common knowledge anymore? Kids these days don't know about it, or it's just not
1: talked... They've... I think... I, I think they've established that, they, that they're they trying to make sure whatever horrible history happened that they don't, that it's not remembered. Because it was, in one of the episodes with Sarada trying to figure out about the Uchiha, there were a bunch of books that she tried looking up, but she couldn't get into them because they were restricted. Uh, so, you know what that's called?
0: That's called revisionist history. <laughs> and it's usually not a good thing.
1: Yeah, that, that, and the Leaf hasn't exactly had the best reputation because of the whole thing with Sasuke and Itachi and Donzo. Yeah, yes. like, let's just sweep
0: this shit under the rug. And I'm kind of disappointed that Naruto's still letting that happen. But I chalk a lot of that sort of thing up to the writers just kind of not thinking through a yeah. lot of the implications of shit that Naruto does as a leader. Like, they just don't really think about it. And then... When something is kind of iffy, you have to kind of assign some blame to Naruto, because, like, you're the Hokage, you're supposed to be in charge yeah, of- Yeah, I'm supposed to tell him You're in charge of everything to... now, and you're letting this shit fly, like, you're letting Orochimaru do whatever the fuck he's still doing, probably the same shit as always. Yeah. It's just like, ugh, I wish- I mean- If they were self-aware about, like, oh, Naruto, like, is a good leader in theory, but, like, going into some of the complications of why it's hard to be a just leader when you've got such a complicated system. But that's not what this show here is about. It's about baby ninjas smacking shit around.
1: (laughs) So another point that gets mentioned is Boruto uh, calls his own father a monster. And not in the, oh, you know, he's a horrible person, monster He just never realized that Naruto could be like that because he's only known the naruto that has controlled the nine tails chakra and can use it properly he's never seen naruto lose his mind to the nine tails yeah i think it's interesting
0: in that respect like i'd say it's nice to see these characters just learning about like the shit their parents had to go through i wish that some of the other kids could have an experience like this uh particularly like <laughs> sarda <laughs> like sarda it's like god damn it like they're gonna just like oh like man. like boruto gets to learn everything about her dad and she'll just kind of be in the background like not being told anything ever which I just hope they don't go there. But, you know, the anime, like I said, they just aren't really thinking this sort of thing through. They're not thinking 10 steps ahead is
1: what I think Aaron's trying to comment. They're not thinking comment. two
0: steps ahead, listen. Cut, <laughs> cut. They greenlit this anime when they had like 13 chapters of the manga out, and it's a monthly manga. They're not even thinking one step ahead. They're just like, oh, go, yeah. go, 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 go. Make as much ninja content as possible.
1: After Jiraiya basically had noticed, Boruto can practically use the Rasengan, and one thing I forgot to mention earlier was that Boruto was able to literally touch Naruto's shoulder while he was in the Shroud, and the Ninetales chakra was actually interacting with Boruto's arm. Like, it was literally, like, like, enveloping his entire arm. Yeah, um, for a second
0: I thought he was gonna like go rage mode.
1: Yeah, I, I honestly I don't really know the whole genetic situation, but there's obviously some kind of genetic thing that happened because I mean it wouldn't respond for no reason if there was. I mean Borja doesn't have anything nine tails related inside of him. He's just a plain old kid like Himawari, no nine tails relation. But still gets I, the whiskers, I, 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 yeah, except for the whiskers. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just the genetics or something like that that interact. That's why it was like responding to it, but basically Jiraiya at the end of this episode says look, you and Naruto pretty much have like the same wavelength in terms of like chakra and ability which goes into this next point, which is the next episode preview Jiraiya offers Naruto and Boruto a training session together, and they go off to train with each other to do this kind of combo Rasengan, which will be uh, useful against Udashiki when he shows back up again
0: yeah, we're definitely uh, going to get uh, a new Rasengan out of this arc. Like, most yeah. definitely.
1: This is definitely a callback to, if any of you have seen the Naruto Shippuden movies, it's definitely a callback to uh, The Lost Tower. They're just doing it differently with Naruto and Boruto instead of Naruto and uh, Minato.
0: I'm curious to see just how deep in the paint they get with the training, because we still don't know. I know Boruto had that temporary summoning with... Um, uh, was it Garga? Garga, Gar- Gar- yeah,
1: Garga. The, yeah. the
0: snake that whose name makes makes me frustrated to pronounce because. Because it's just hard for me to pronounce. I don't know why. Just, I,
1: I can handle the pronunciation if yeah. you need to. It's, it's garga
0: The big snake with the angsty past who, <laughs> I mean, they kind of copped out like, this is a temporary contract, so it's not going to affect the overall anything. But I am kind of curious what animal he'll, he's going to end up with. Because he's probably going to end up with one. Yeah. Like, some people argue that it's going to be frogs, you know, like Naruto. Others are saying, well, it would be snakes because he's, he's like Sasuke. But, you know, who knows at this point? It's like the the whole dynamic with Team Seven this time around. It just does not work the same way that it did with the original generations. Like it's it's just not a one to one equivalent anymore. And it just kind of annoys me when they try to fit them into that.
1: Exactly. It's Like you
0: just got to accept that this is a new thing. They just let it be its own thing. Yeah. But um, they probably won't get into animal summonings at this point. But at this point, Naruto's learned animal summoning. Summon- <laughs> summonings yes. I can't speak. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, that, you know, that was my thought too. You know, I was thinking, okay, well, Boruto's got to learn. I mean, I was hoping this Garga thing would have been a permanent sort of mainstay, but obviously not. Who knows? We'll probably see it down the road, but I'm really curious about this Rasingon situation here and what they're going to do, because I don't really know if they've written it out of the story completely, but Boruto still probably has an invisible Rasingon they can still use. So it'd be kind of interesting if, they can implement some kind of invisible flying rasengan with Naruto's technique going off of, i actually noticed this earlier because someone on twitter had posted about it about the um in the concept uh, the concept art for the 20th anniversary it showed Naruto and Boruto falling from the sky and it showed Boruto with a full on bandage on his arm so i have oh, a feel- yeah i have a feeling that we're going to have another um we're probably going to see like an Automa or rasengan happen or something like that because this is before, I mean, Naruto didn't learn the of or Singon until like during his training with Jiraiya after they left the village. So we could possibly get a kind of a glimpse at Boruto possibly using an of or Singon for the first time. Just a concept, just an idea, you know? Uh, yeah, I'll, it'll
0: be interesting to see what comes out of that. I also I, w- I want to know like whether or not Urashiki at any point like, does he have backup? Because like it's implied that like he and the other Utsu I can't speak today. He and the rest of the moon people have been kind of hanging around the earth for a long time, like checking in on things. Like, could he, could he interact with his past self? I don't know, that would be kind of interesting, I wonder. I'm you from the future, and I need you to help me come kick some asses of some 12-year-olds. Because I couldn't do it myself. I'm a a god, but I can't kick this 12-year-old's ass
1: yeah he, it's just like and what's funny is is that when he was extracting the chakra at some point to bring up the he's extracting it, he got into the nine tail site and then like he got pushed out because of the chakra it's like i i, I the thing is i like Ordashiki, but one the criticism i will i will say is that he he's, he is pretty naive when it comes to understanding the tail beast you know he's he has this you know sort of uh you know mission to collect the chakra but when he tries to actually do it it like backfires and, well yeah, yeah i get
0: the vibe he's lower on the totem pole than like momoshiki was oh yeah like he might even be lower down than kinchiki but he's, he's definitely more of a i guess like an ascendant grunt at this point yeah. which i just i want to know more about him like in general i want to know more about the clan because i feel like there's a lot of interesting stuff that you could do with them like i want to know like what's their structure because it's just like they're so amorphous right now and we don't even really know like Toneri, for example like he was just a from a branch clan and that's why he looks so different but it's like okay so how many how many are you and like what what even is the main house because like we haven't seen anybody from the main house yet right
1: i have a feeling i'm gonna put two and two together here and use my Use whatever brain cells I have left. I have a feeling that we're probably going to see them mention them. the main, the main house is probably going to be showing up in the manga at some point because I have a feeling that Ishiki and Jigen have some kind of connection to the main house because that's
0: very possible. The
1: only well, way yeah, is up, you're not so. Not reading the
0: manga. That's mild, mild spoiler territory, but yeah. you should be reading the manga because it's very good, very very, very good. But yeah, as far as Ishiki, I'm interested to see how they kind of resolve him because they can't kill him. Yeah. He can't die because no one else can get karma. I mean, unless, like, another. Otsuts- God damn
1: it. Another. Otsuts-ki.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Unless another one of the moon people, like, kills him and eats him or something. But I don't want him to die because he's so fun. Like, I kind of. I would love to see him just kind of you know descend into like a chaotic neutral character like if they're gonna keep him around he's like "Eh, i'm just in it for me at this point like you guys can do whatever you want maybe i'll help out sometimes maybe i won't but
1: yeah i honestly see that with his character to be honest he
0: feels like he would be a good chaotic neutral
1: yeah he he has that kind of
0: maybe he fucks up bad enough that he's like well main house wants me dead or whatever But this is this is all speculation at this point. I just there's there's a lot of content that you could do with the what's Sussuski. God, I I can usually say it, but I just can't tonight.
1: It's going to be one of those days where
0: it happens. This is just one of those days. I I just want to know more about them. I think they're one of the more interesting parts of just the franchise at this point. So, Jake, would you say that today's episode was one to watch? I thought it was an episode. I think this is a watchable
1: episode. Yeah, this was definitely a watch, and next week is definitely... Next week, I, I might as well answer the question. Next week's definitely a watch as well. That's...
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like we had the one, like, filler e episode, but hopefully the rest of this arc is going to be pretty, you know... Straightforward, pretty, yeah. pretty focused on what's happening. I mean, I'm kind of sad that we don't get to see more of the old gen doing actual things and participating. But there's just, there's probably not going to be too much space in this arc, which I, I can respect that. Like, don't shove characters
1: where you don't need them. Uh, I was going to say, you want to get into the listener theory. We got some, we actually got something.
0: Oh yeah, Uh, we got a nice juicy listener theory. This is coming to us from Isla. Thank you, Isla. Basically, her theory is that Kashin Koji could be the son of Hirozen Saratobi. Uh, you know the old dead third Hokage. Which the first time I read this, I thought, no, no. But at the same time, that could be kind of like like if Jiraiya were a red herring. Um, she lists some bullet points to kind of back up her claim. Let's see. She says, "Heroes and Saratobi had two sons, Asuma and another unnamed son who was Konora- Ko- Konohamaru's father." I'm just doing great today. <laughs> konohamaru's parents were in the anbu meaning that they were very high level ninja who lived very secret lives and were likely not around much for their son koji is clearly built for stealth and comfortable wearing masks konohamaru's parents are never mentioned until the boruto manga they're mentioned by mitsuki of all people which is a bit of an odd detail for him to know and for the readers to get just out of nowhere which i agree that is kind of a odd little placement the Sarutobi clan is well-known for their fire jutsu, and Koji is, has a very distinct fire jutsu. Hirozen, Asuma, and Koji all have very similar facial hair. That's very true. I don't think any other characters like outside of that clan have really had much facial hair.
1: Yeah. Like full-on beards, I mean.
0: They got that full-on gruff monkey man beard. Let's see. Hirozen <laughs> wore the under-eye face paint in his younger years, which could be why Koji wears it. Koji knows about the chakra detecting barrier around the village and how to get in and out undetected. Koji isn't opposed to killing, but he's thus far avoided killing anyone from Konoha village. Konohamaru can summon both monkeys and toads, and we've already seen that Koji can summon toads. Koji also knows who Konohamaru is. It says... He had some, like, banter with him. I mean, I feel like he was pretty ready to kill Konohamaru. Like, he was gonna dead-ass burn him to death. hmm And the only reason that didn't happen was because Boruto activated his karma, which Koji didn't know that he had at that point, I don't believe. Like, that's yeah. how he figured out that Boruto even had the karma. So, I mean, if he is, I, I think what she's insinuating, and there's that maybe he's Konohamaru's dad, which... That might be a bit too, I just feel like that comes with too much drama that yeah. it does not have time for. It. But I could see him maybe being like, oh, maybe he's Heroes and Bastard, which kind of gives me like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure vibes. Where like we find out that, um, what was it, like Grandpa Joseph like had an affair when he was like 70.
1: Oh yeah, and had had Joseph? Oh yeah. Yeah, and that's,
0: that, that's where, no, not Joseph. God, what's his name? From... Prime is I, unbreakable. Josuke,
1: Josuke, Josuke.
0: And that's how Josuke exists. It's like, yeah, you, this old guy, like, he could still get it when he was an old, old man. And that would just be kind of hilarious to me. Like, yeah, he was out there getting it. Cause he right. seems, it seems kind of like Koji could be around, not precisely Naruto's age, but maybe like a little bit older. He's definitely like, he feels too old to be asuma's age right but i feel like maybe if he were like the bastard of like he's somebody's bastard i'm leaning so hard on him being just somebody's bastard i don't know what it is i just i love bastard characters they're so fun to me but yeah that could be an interesting kind of red herring if like oh the white hair was just because we wanted you to think it was Uriah. but actually it was old pimp hokage
1: oh yeah
0: oh yeah getting and it well I- into his old I- age because he oh, was kind no. of a perv, now that we think about it. He he had his perviness. Oh, yeah. It was alluded to. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm i definitely leaning on the bastard theory.
1: Yeah, it is entirely possible. I mean, nothing is impossible with that either.
0: And the manga's had some pretty, like, dark content, so it's not like that would be too off-color. I mean, after goddamn Gaiden, like, nothing is out of bounds anymore. Literally nothing is out of bounds anymore.
1: Nothing is out of bounds.
0: So if you have theories, questions, or just want to say hi to us, you can email us at BortReportCast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. This has been your weekly Bort Report with Jake and Aaron. Thank you for tuning in.